Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are you getting on with Meltdown? Oh, God. I woke up like a demon this morning. Did you take it again last night? You told me to chop it up and I yeah. did, well, split it. It's very easy to snap. Split it, snap it. I told you it's easy to snap. Yeah, it's very easy to snap and I still took it. And I still woke up like a demon. I think I took it too late. When did you take it? Probably 11. Yeah. And I was woken by a child. I don't think it's a good idea to take it when you have a two and a half year old. What time did Bobby wake? Half six. No. Yeah. No, that wasn't enough time. No. No, you should have been taking it at nine. I'll know that now. Yeah. Um, it's just, I kind of like don't know whether I'm going to be able to, do you know what I mean? I don't want to take it if I, because I don't have a problem sleeping. Sleeping. So why did you sleep. want it? <laughs> See, this is the thing, because I, I was like, the, well, the last few nights I've had a problem sleeping, so I was just like, not tonight, not tonight. But then I had a problem waking up, so fucking catch 22, isn't there it? You go. You're very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jen. I'm Carla. Welcome back. Just a reminder, it's the start of the month. Well, close enough to the start of the month. And mm-hmm. it's the best time financially to join our Patreon. You can click the link in the little description on this wherever you're listening. And just join us over there. Because for 60 euros, you'll get an extra five episodes a month. Yeah. And we're actually going to do a little part two to this. This episode, yeah. Um, yeah. With different bands. So today, our topic is big band breakups big band breakups yeah b b b um thought it'd be fun. i was in the shower doing me thinking that's what i do me thinking yeah and i was like do you know we gas big band breakups big band breakups <laughs> i don't know who i was th- i the, think i was thinking about one direction who's my band for yeah because that's mad for patreon <laughs> yeah right? yeah does that um, either because it's such a i feel like the way that bands broke up bar the band that i'm doing now the way that bands broke up in the 90s early 2000s is not the way the bands break up now oh they've got no. social media every yes. time that they give it like they're annoyed yeah they go buck wild yeah they absolutely do and they spill a lot of tea spill nowadays a lot of tea, do a lot of um while you're here as well gang whatever listening platform you're on is a rating system if you could be ever so kind to pop yourself onto, if it's Spotify, it'll be up near the top, near where the image is. Um, there'll be like a little star counter. If you could just five, five's perfect. <laughs> five's grand. Five's actually average, actually perfect. That's what most people do. Most people put five yeah. in. So you, you're most people. Um, so you want to pop the five in there. And uh, five star reviews are what we're looking for. Apple, you have uh, time to put a blurb. Any blurb is a blurb that's worth everything. Blurb and yeah. Um, so if you could pop on If you're listening on your Apple mm. Five stars is perfect <laughs> I 
I presume there's stuff on like the other versions, but we don't know. <laughs> yeah. We don't listen to podcasts on those versions. Well, our, our, like, our most, um, we can see our statistics and our most listened yeah. platforms mm. as Spotify. Uh, Spotify, Acast have gotten rid of their listening app. Oh. Yeah. Um, I know we're on Go Loud. I feel like, anyway, so yeah. uh, just a little bit of background. The more ratings we have, the more we will come up in searches. Yeah, and other Somebody's people's. looking for yeah. a new potty waddy. Thanks, Emil. Thanks, Mel, for that. Thing. That's all the housekeeping. Appreciate. Appreciate. Thanks. And um, so, right before we get into this, though, we yeah. need to mention the elephant in the room that is our manifesting. So you're going to be doing uh, a band now. Yeah. Will I? Will I reveal? Oh yeah, I'll do. You're an doing Oasis. Oasis. Yeah. And then on Patreon, she's going to do One Direction. Yeah. And we were talking about this on WhatsApp last night. Carla posted about it on the Instagram. This is just for receipts because it's getting ridiculous now. Um, we can't mention anyone without something Yeah Like I don't know It's not even manifesting It's like it's um, Just bringing them back to the forefront It's like it's <laughs> We'll mention something. something It's like triggers Yeah like our, our crisps episode we, where we mentioned or talked a little bit about Banshee Bones They'd been gone for years And all of a sudden boom They were back yeah, yeah. after that episode this, like, this time around A few things have happened I'm not going to go through them all I'll be here yeah. all day but if you're think, a listener, you, yeah, know. you know. You know, you know, you know. Um, you and know. last night we were saying like, oh, who are we going to do? We were kind of going, oh, what about Spice Girls? What about Oasis? What about this? What about that? And then we decided our final bands, Carla was going to do Oasis and 1D, and I'm going to do Take That and Destiny's Child. Yeah. Destiny's and not 10 seconds later, you're scrolling through Instagram yeah. and what do you see? Noel Gallagher accuses Harry Styles of not working as hard as real musicians. This is a quote directly from Noel. You're not telling me Harry Styles is currently in a room somewhere writing a song. I can assure you he's not got an acoustic guitar out trying to write a middle eight for something. Mm. No. It was just, now Noel Gallagher says that about fucking everyone. He says that about Ed Sheeran, like. Like Noel Gallagher, he is like, I've never come across somebody who's so spiteful against every single other person who thinks, or who even has hummed a note. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He would be the exact person that you wouldn't want to at your skill play because he'd be like, you're shy, get off, you're the worst. Do you Jeez, know? some neck. I don't know his outrage, like, kind of PR stunts on his behalf. I'm just a bit like, every time you see him in the thing, it's just, he's lambasting somebody or he's taking the piss out of somebody or any interview that he does, he'll bring up and absolutely lash somebody over. And I'm like... I feel, you are right, hon. I feel like people bring it to him too, do you know? Um, and he just has, he's just mad at everyone. he He's the one, I think, who started on Taylor Swift. I was going to say, I was just um, about to bring up the Taylor Swift thing. And she was fucking... <laughs> was about, there was a, about a credit or something on somebody else's song that he was, like, there was no context to what he was saying, but he, he got absolutely served by Taylor Swift, as far as I can remember. He did. I think now she was like, How dare you say I don't write my own music? I would just be like, All right, no. Oh, you know? <laughs> no, he, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then didn't she change her bio to, I wrote these, I write these tweets myself or something yeah, like something. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, he, he has, like, he, he hates Arctic Monkeys, hates One Direction, hates One Direction. Um, so I suppose the Harry thing isn't exactly a shocker. Yeah. But I think obviously Harry Styles just launched As You Were, which has broken every single 
record God. that has ever existed in the entire world. I really I like him. Harry Styles' music. I love Harry Styles. And I'd be quite like, I like him, yeah, but I'd be quite like not into that kind of music. I think it's great. I think I spoke about this before. I think it's very fine music. That's fine. I think for how he came up, and we're going to mm. see this more and more yeah. with, with Gen Z. We're going to see it more and more because they grew up, like people like Harry Styles and people in his generation, they all grew up in a time where there was social media and you got famous for being fame like he's famous from from the x factor like do you know what i mean he, he started out as a little boy band like when you think back of yeah. his starting kind of thing like and it was a very um what's that k-pop band that like have bts bts it, it was that kind of you know 1d man mania, yeah, mania like that yeah, kind yeah. of uh thing behind it. and w- which to somebody i would imagine not putting words in his mouth but i'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say that noel gallagher would just lamp them two together and just think it's cheesy and think that there's no there's no like grot like you know I think to, to him you have to be fucking snorting a line banging out on the guitar <laughs> you know like yeah. I just don't think there is any other way with him oh, yeah. like yeah like so it was actually an interview with Rolling Stone is where he assaulted Taylor Swift with yeah. these words yeah. um, that's just yeah because but the interviewers this is what I mean to say the interviewers poke him that's the issue. Oh, but they know they're gonna get yeah, it. That's the thing. Gonna, that's, I'm like, why are you so reactionary? <laughs> like, that's like fucking. Yeah. Horda, are you going up to Paul Stenson and asking about what his fucking opinion is on bloggers? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's just dumb. they know what they're gonna get. Like, it's dumb shit. Um, so he was asked. Uh, he, it was basically mentioned to him that Taylor Swift's known for her songwriting abilities, and he went. Uh, he just took. He just hated that. So he said, "Who said that? Her parents." Name these people who say that. You're fucking lying. She seems like a nice girl, but nobody has ever said those words. And you fucking know it. Oh my God. Um, so then that kind of, nothing happened then, but he brought her up again on a different podcast. Uh, this time he, he didn't just mention her. It was Ed Sheeran too. Mm. Uh, that's when he said, the biggest selling acts are shite. Whereas when I was growing up, the biggest selling acts were the best act. The biggest band in the world was usually the best band in the world. Now the biggest things in the world are fucking Taylor Swift. What? Fuck off. <laughs> then he yeah. also said, there'll never be another David Bowie. There'll never be another Mark Boland. There'll never be another Freddie Mercury. Proper rock stars. Mm. Um, but you see, yeah. that's what I'm going, uh, that's what I wanted to say about Harry Styles. Like, he's always going to be, it's always going to be this like Kim Kardashian mentality. They're always going to go back to where he started from. But I see Harry Styles as being one of those characters in years to come. Say, and like, this is very... This is obviously like I'm making this up in my head. It's hypothetical. This is Jen's opinion. <laughs> my opinion. This is hypothetical. But say if like Harry Styles keeps going the way he's going, and he dies in seven years, he uh, will yeah. be. He will yeah. be given icon status. Do you know? Or he would yeah. be. Do you know what I mean? I think. But I also think at this point, it's very hard to see an icon until an icon becomes an icon. Nobody knew Britney Spears. We would still be chanting her name like the way that we are now. Yeah. And it's funny because like her, Mariah Carey, like. They've all taken this other level of like the diva, the voice, like the, yeah, the yeah. and I think with Harry Styles, I, the reason why I like him and, you know, this is again, just my opinion. He could have done the very easy strip that down for me, Liam Payne. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He could have done shite music very still, easily yeah. and still been as big as he is now. But I actually think he went... The road less traveled, a little like not met. He has a huge. He's team a bit more alternative. Him. He's a little bit more, 
but not it's like the quality his songs are je- are very good his songs I, are really good if I can sing them and my dad can sing them and another person that I've nothing in common with can kind of sing along to them and enjoy them for what they are yeah I don't I think that's a good song I think is was it sign of the times is that is was that the name of the yeah, song? Yeah, that was also a great oh, When song. you listen to that, it's if, a really good song. if somebody turned around to you and, di- like they said, just listen to this song, didn't tell you who was singing it and you didn't recognise the yeah. voice, yeah, you wouldn't be thinking Harry Styles. You would be thinking somebody mega iconic like. But like Watermelon Sugar, Golden, like all these songs that everybody's, and the new song, you, like I can't get away from it, but in a good way, in a way that I'm like, that's a pleasant, It's not. I'm not going to sit down and listen to his fucking album. Yeah. Oh, it's a good album. But like, I think he's done... He's done very well for himself and I think it's good quality like Yeah, it's good it's good. Yeah. It's not like again, it's not Liam Payne stripped that down for me. Yeah, know? yeah. Hello. I know what you mean. It's not familiar. You know what I mean? I can't. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. I love that song. To be fair, I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> and you know Jada, she did nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh I did familiar with um, Men in Blood Three, uh, J yeah. Balvin. With J Balvin, because I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> Had to hit that Latino market like you gotta do what you gotta, gotta do. do. What I gotta do? Um, <laughs> wasn't really working out in the in anywhere else. So I, I did what I gotta do. You gotta. You fucking picked up Jay Balvin's fucking accent. Sorry, it was Rab. like Irish, Scottish with a mix Welsh. of Jamaican, Welsh, South African, <laughs> South African but South African mainly, mm. mainly South African. He was like, oh yeah, it was yeah. very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? What happened over here? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lion. In the, in the kitchen In the kitchen <laughs> um, Also moved it He was on yeah. the stage <laughs> So uh, the Oasis Right We got into a bit of a tangent there Because we were talking about the article That came so, up when we were talking about Doing this episode So we just wanted to put that out there That we'd be manifesting Before we even record now So this is Trey de Facil To mm. document their breakup Because they kind of Were always broken up And kind of were always together so, because their family, it's so much more complicated. And this is the problem. So obviously you had Liam and Noel. Now, I always thought Liam was Liam. I always thought Liam was Noel and Noel was Liam. But it turns out, Liam was Liam Wonderwall the, singer. Liam. That's how I... Because Noel float. They're very similar looking also. I, but yeah, they're brothers. But like No, Liam. but they're very, they're like twin similar, I feel. When Liam has his hair cut, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because uh, the only way I could distinguish them when I was younger was the long-haired one versus the short-haired And the, the raincoat and the long hair on Liam. Yeah. Sunshine! And Shane's electric. Do you know what? I'm going to just put it out there. Now, Noel, listen. I'm fucking a bit fragile lately, so if you hear oh, this... please don't, don't listen to my voice. Don't. And critique me. No, but no, not even that. Like, Noel, I'm going to give you a few opinions, right? And if you don't like them... Just leave me alone, right? <laughs> because I'm fucking emotionally fragile. I feel like Noel's a bit spiteful because Liam was the lead singer. But he, this is what, don't look back at anger, was Noel. Yeah, I know. Not that, Liam. Yeah, but one, that was one. So yeah, it, like, out of the wrong. majority of songs, Liam was the lead on it. Now, Liam got them in a lot of trouble and I can imagine that that's why Noel fucking hates him as well. I'm just going to check like the amount lead of, on. The amount of tantrums that... Oh, no, no. No, was the lead on. I'm, I'm pretty positive, no, but I just... it was one of them. It was. I don't know if it was looking back in anger. No, oh, yeah, it was. It was. Like, <laughs> they're both... They're, they're, they're the both right. No, 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 Simon. Yeah. No, yeah. but I feel like... Have you seen... Or like, I've seen a documentary of it and Liam just always got them into fucking trouble and... It wasn't. Uh, Actually... <laughs> 
I'm so confused. I th- so the way I remember it, so Wonderwall is lean <laughs> and don't look back in anger is no. Yeah. And that's the only and do you remember they were about, they were all dating and that's the problem because they were all dating oh, all the, the people and I can't all remember all the yeah. old saints. No, I can't fucking <laughs> too yeah. much for me. Um kept it in the family, anyway. But they were kind of so the problem there's I've read a good few bits up on this now, but it was kind of like they were never it was always they were always breaking up at it some point because it was never going swimmingly well. No. And the problem was as well, every other member other than the Gallagher's have left. Yeah. Had left at some point. So who they started with is not who they ended up with. Oh, because no. Because they couldn't hack the two of them. Um, so I don't really blame them. Now, Liam is younger. Noel is older. Yeah. So that's another distinguisher that's- somehow. Just to let you know. Their man was Irish. Yes. And one of their other bandmates was Irish. Yeah, I can't remember which one or out in like what era. I have his name here, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I don't want to mess it up. No, I remember uh, watching a documentary about them and their ma- they were in Ireland. Were they in Ireland? No, they were somewhere. And yeah, they, uh, they just. Rem- I remember them talking about their ma. They were very fond of their ma, mm-hmm. and that she was Irish and she was always real. The dad was a wanker and she put up a lot of shit and she kind of sided with the dad. Like you know that kind of older generation, the way that they used to go on, it was just accepted. Yeah, of. it was. And then the dad showed up to a pub, I think, when they were they were there, or after a gig, or in the lobby of a gig, or something like that. Mm. And he tried to approach them, and they fucking let him have it. Like, yeah, yeah. To so, be fair, like they have backbone. No, they, do you know what? They're just a pack of mad cunts who just yeah. so happen to be making music <laughs> and being famous. Do you know what I mean? They're very. I like their music though. Like their old stuff, I really like. It's very Brit rock. And that was such a, like, blur. Like, when you, like, think back to that time, that was, like, the music of the... T- you know, when you think back to the early 2000s, it's, like, that R&B influence yeah, really heavily yeah. came in. So, <clears throat> I feel like Brit Rock was really yeah. the 90s, wasn't it? It was mm-hmm. very, as I said, like, it was very kind of... Um, that was the thing that everybody was listening to. Yeah. At some point, in, like, when you when you were growing up, that would be on the radio. Yeah. Um, like, it what's that? Um, feeder and fucking... Um, what's that, you know... Uh, that song super the super something you know oh i know super grass right yep super grass there yeah. you go um i was actually watching him on fucking ali g he was very funny yeah i love the ali g show oh my god it's such like a there's banger some, there's some golden oldies in it's there like, so good yeah the, the ali g show i highly recommend i do you know what back, i would love it, it uh, is there there probably is a documentary on sasha barrack Cowan, is there not I actually don't know because he kind of documents himself so it's kind of like but yeah. i just I he love, is so attractive Oh, he's very good. Looking. He's gorgeous. and he's a brilliant actor. He's very good. He's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Like I would just love to see, like from the start of his career up until now, a full out, like a Kanye style documentary. Yeah, I'd of, love to see it. That's actually true. I'd love to say a, see a yay kind of style yeah, like kind of just to see like when he was Ali G and then yeah. he was Bora and then he was Bruno yeah, and then he Bruno. went all oh, the other dictator one, the yeah. dictator yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, like it was um, just fucking brilliant. I think I think the Ali G show is on Amazon Prime. If you are an Amazon Prime watcher, please, it is yeah. fucking iconic. No, like he'd ne- so funny. He'd- you would never get away with no, it now, but it's no. still hilarious even back then. Because yeah, I'm yeah. just like, it's that kind of... Is it because I'm black? That but, kind of thing, like, and it's like, and I me ju- Julie and all, oh, didn't me Julie. And the dancers, and do you remember how uncomfortable, he'd have like these performers, like your one from Texas, he had her on. 
and he'd get the girls all and he'd be like yeah I'm just going to remix it a bit and he'd be like boom, 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 yeah. in the background it would not go with their performance and he'd get all the girls out with the fake guns and they'd all be like shaking yeah. their ass and you could see how awkward the performer is they're just like and he's like I'm just going to turn the bass up a little bit and then he'd be like run to the bass run to the bass and was there many outtakes he did his character so well he just now that, he was that person that's like. a method actor that I don't mind there you go. Don't mind him. But doesn't call himself a method actor. Exactly. See, this is the, that's what you need in a, a method actor. Why Wonder, is there no women method not, actresses? Not making mm, a big fucking mm, deal of it. Don't be fucking talking about it. Making a song of fucking dancing. You know, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. You, uh, got, you gotta do what you gotta do. And there was uh, three losers in this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ali G. Borat. <laughs> Ali G. Borat. <laughs> Sasha, if you will. Uh, went to the Men in Black 3 premiere. Anyway, do you want to hear about this? I because do. then we have to get onto your, onto your little bit of band, huh? So... The first time Noel quit was 94. Mm. When did they get together? 1990, probably. Around then. Around Bert, actually. Around Bert, like, they were kind of, you know, they were doing whatever. I wonder um, were they out their back garden? You know, like... Oh, yeah, definitely. They were all, as I said, they were all doing lines, like, drinking a few pints and being like, yeah, I mean, play guitar, I, play I mean, guitar. it's kids, like... Huh? I mean, it's kids. You, you know, mean? like, me and me, May Amy, right? We had this band when we were... <laughs> We were called Flex. Oh, when they were like actual before they were doing gear. Like when they were okay. five. Okay. So yeah. I'm sure they were like, oh, look at me, I'm on the piano. Yeah. Like I had a proper band. We were called Flex. We were going to be so, we had a song called When It Pays Off. Yeah, oh, wow. exactly. And I still remember the, the lyrics and everything. I'm not going to sing it now just in case Noel is listening. Can't be putting up with the fucking criticism. <laughs> but I, that's what I wonder, like when they were kids, were they in the Maz room, like using pots as drums and, you know. Like, I don't think they'd ever admit to it if they were. I think I'd say they were like, no, we came out, we knew how to play guitar. Yeah, I say they were like, we fresh out the whim, and there was a bottle in one hand, a guitar in the other. Do you know, yeah. rock. They do have that kind of. Well, I know Noel definitely. He did an interview on, I think it was Irish Radio before, and they they kind of asked him, "Is it like the way artists say, you know, that you, a song is meant for you, that you don't yeah. actually think of a song, it just kind of comes to you?" Yeah, you know that kind of. Oh, I hate the, the way that they claim this sort of stuff. It, yeah, and he was saying vision at night. He was actually raging that he'd, uh, one of you two's songs didn't come to him and he was fucking raging with Bono and stuff. I was like, calm your fucking cacks now. You just didn't think of it. Get get over it. Like, do you know what I mean? No, I don't And like, know. I didn't get that. I was like, there's another thing you spy for. Put that to the fucking list. Do you know? Right. Well, we start with the Sorry, first. Sorry, So yeah. Noel quit hmm. uh, the first time in 94. The band were all in uh, various states of refreshment. Yeah. Um, they were in the middle of a concert, by the way. And uh, Liam flung a tambourine at him. Yeah. And Noel stormed off, disappeared for a couple of days. Um, He eventually returned and then they turned it into a song called Talk Tonight. Don't know that one. Mm. Uh, 95. (laughs) Moved on, 95. A lot of stuff happens on stage because of Liam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Interview with a journo, uh, John Harris with Liam and Noel found its way onto vinyl and CD. The release entitled Wibbling Rival... What rivalry was 14 minutes of verbal mayhem <laughs> and had been recorded when they were recording and they had a fire an, an, an argument basically oh, right. um there's you can listen i'm not going to go through the it, there's like a lyric video but i'm not gonna fucking play. yeah yeah uh may june 95 a cricket back gate this one's called so uh during the recording of the second oasis album what's the story morning glory which we all know very uh-huh. well um good you yep. in wales in Wales and the right. Valleys. 
Uh, Liam brought, uh, brought a group of people back to the studio while Noel was trying to work. Noel responded to this by hitting his brother over the head with a cricket bat. Um, the bat was then taken and sold at an auction. That's the one. They were out on like a farm. It was like a farmhouse studio in, thing. In that was after being converted into a studio. And I remember Noel saying that it was like one of the best recording sessions he's ever had. And he was on such a roll or, you know, all this artistic shit. And then Noel came back and had a big coke party yeah. with all these people. And that's when it all kicked off. And then they broke up again. I think this is the big one. Um, it's the MTV Unplugged. No, uh, so they, they basically there was a no show from Liam. So they were due to perform. Or there was another one. There was basically one where they thought they were snorting cocaine, but it wasn't. It was crystal meth. <laughs> and it became fucking carnage. Right. So that was uh, that was one of their earlier gigs. And they ended up fucking up one of their like, one of their premier, one of the gigs that would have launched them into the music stratosphere. Yeah, that was yeah. very early on. So it would have been, I'm not sure if this article will, there's one article that I read was like, here's all the actual details. They were doing this, they were doing that. This yeah. one I think is trying to be like, and then this happened and the boys had a little fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is a lot easier to read because it actually timestamps stuff. So this was Unplugged, um, which is huge. MTV Unplugged was like the... That, that's still played. Like now, like the Nirvana one is still very much on people, like mm. on a lot of people. That one in particular is on a lot of people's playlists. That's something that, again, makes or breaks your career. Yeah. So they were due to perform um, at the Royal Festival Hall in London. Liam pulled out due to illness. Mm. Quote unquote. Noel announced Liam ain't going to be with us because he's got a sore throat, so you're stuck with the ugly four. And then went on to play the 12 song set, proving that he didn't need his brother. Yeah. Uh, despite not wanting to join them on stage, Liam decided to watch the whole show and heckle them from the crowd. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, stop. I love it. I, I love re- it. I remember one, uh, it was around that time, I think, before the Unplugged thing, where one of the band members as well was just like, no, I can't. Yeah, he, me mental yeah, health yeah. can't take this anymore. There was like, one who only lasted, I think, two years. I think that was him, yeah. There was someone else who they pulled in, though, that they were quite happy. I think the Irish bloke left, and they were quite happy that he left because they pulled in another bloke who wrote Champagne Supernova with them, who them, wrote yeah, like a couple yeah. of others, and they were like, oh, his name is something white. Um, I can't remember. Mm fully off the top of my head but um there was a there was they were quite happy with a lot of people that left is what i'm trying to say there's a lot of shopping in jail yeah there's a lot of shopping in jail uh 96 liam doesn't go to america so he decided he was just not going on the u.s tour leaving noel to front the band a statement from the record company said liam was called away at the last minute to sort out a personal matter uh turns out liam sold his house but had nowhere for his wife to live Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, he did join the tour three days later but then the tour was cancelled after two weeks due to behavior yeah uh 21st of may 2000 this is in barcelona a show in spain was cancelled after drummer alan white oh so that, that that's alan white um he was the drummer he was the one who did there was three it was champagne supernova she's electric and there was another one that they basically said they couldn't have done without alan, alan. white uh so he injured his arm which left the rest of the band to start drinking as the as the night wore on an argument ensued which liam apparently questioned the legitimacy of noel's daughter what spice tea with a bit of spice noel attacks Liam and leaves the band for the second time and the band completed the rest of the european time uh, tour without him no without no yeah no so he's basically saying you're not your kids that yep fuck yep so you can only fucking giddy up and imagine but i feel like only brothers could do that 
this is the problem. I think I think that's why everybody else was like, I actually can't deal with this. So that uh, his daughter, Anais, 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 uh, was with Meg Matthews, which was one of his many, many things. So he just decided he just wasn't you're, his you're dad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 1st of October 2002. This was one of their um, heathen chemistry tour. Now, this was kind of when they were winding, not winding down, but they weren't becoming as... They weren't as they weren't as popular front, as they yeah. were. Yeah, because a lot of people were kind of sick of them at that stage. At that stage, it was like fucking oasis. Like obviously, they were the biggest band for a very long period mm. of time. But at that point in time, it was kind of like Brit pop is or Brit pop Brit. They fucking kill me, Brit rock. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> they that was kind of wind, that wasn't the cool thing anymore. That was kind of winding down. As I said, people yeah, were yeah. getting more and more into the R and B and into Britney and all was actually coming out at that yeah. stage. Like, so they weren't not that they're comparable, but yeah, that kind of era. That stage. era was starting to come up, and people were starting to basically move away from that music. Um, so yeah, that was that started. The problem started with Liam's voice. Mm. I feel like they keep saying that it's to do with the voice or whatever, but it absolutely wasn't. No. Um, and it's uh, he left the stage after four songs. There was a show in Japan, um, and Liam just did six songs. The year ended with Liam involved in a brawl in Munich, kicking a German police officer and losing teeth. Yeah, you see, this is the thing. It's like this they, is reading very Liam heavy, but there's a lot of other stuff that I read where it was very much Noel and Liam. Like they'd kill each other. It wasn't absolutely. just Liam starting every fight, but it does read very Liam heavy in this. Like Noel isn't sitting in a corner fucking rocking back and forth because Liam is so bad. Like he's yeah. he gave as good as he Yeah, he gave as good as he got. Yeah. But like they kind of like imagine this is why I feel like people got sick of him because it was just like they were always in the headlines. And yeah, that's kind of like there is some some sort of appeal to that. Yeah. But I feel like people were just probably getting sick of it. Or they wouldn't like. I wouldn't buy a gig ticket knowing that I'm probably not going to get. You're going to have four fucking songs, yeah, and yeah. then who knows what'll happen? Like it's not really, and it's not as if you were there that epic night that this thing happened. It's like it keeps fucking happening. Do you know? Yeah, as in it's, yeah. It's not like oh, were you at the gig in London? Well, I was at the gig in Spain where he did that. Oh, yeah. I was at the gig. In, no, you wouldn't. No, me bollocks. Not with the fucking price of tickets. I'm telling you that. No. Um. So then, a love. This is where Noel starts getting known for his epic quotes. Uh, this is titled "I can fucking play him like a slightly disused arcade game." Okay. This is when in Italy, Liam left the stage during Champagne Supernova. Um, in an interview later that year, Noel said, I've learned that instead of arguing stuff out with him and we end up in a fight, I work on his psychology and he complete, he's completely freaked out by me now. He's actually frightened to death of me. <laughs> okay. I want uh, context to explain that, Noel. I know. I'm like, explain what on, on his psychology? What about his psychology? These are fucking mad cunts. Like, how yeah. how do you become madder than the maddest cunt that there is? <laughs> it's mad. Well, to be fair, I do feel like Noel is a bit more strategic in... he do, In his interviews, too, I'm like, oh, you're... He's a bit more spiteful and he's a bit more clever when it comes to the likes of psychology and stuff, whereas Liam just acts out and he is... Liam is Liam. Is. Liam is... is. Yeah. Liam is the... What you see present. is what you get. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Imagine dating them. Oh, God. Fuck me. Um, 2009. This is kind of the beginning of the end. In an interview with Q Magazine, Noel made his uh, notorious comment about Liam. He's the angriest man you'll ever meet. He's like a man with a fork in a world of soup. <laughs> <laughs> so good. In the summer, there was so much bickering between the brothers on social media. This is on social media. Do you remember when they used to fight each other on Twitter? It was my favourite. No, um, I don't remember this. 
Do you not? They used to fight each other all the time. They'd subtweet at each other. It was amazing. They do it all the time. They still do. Oh, they still do. I'm following them now. Um, and then Noel claimed life would be easier without Oasis. Then well. 2009, no V Festival. They were supposed to uh, play the V Festival. Cancelled at the last minute as Liam reportedly had laryngitis. Noel claimed his brother was hungover, which later led to Liam to take legal action. <laughs> Noel had to apologise and the legal action was dropped (laughs) now he's getting a bit of a head on his shoulders come on Liam and then uh, 28th August 2009 this is when they actually split 2009 yeah so they made it quite a while yeah Uh, as Oasis prepared to go on stage at the Rock and Sand Festival in Paris an argument broke out shock with Liam wielding Noel's guitar around like an axe (laughs) sake uh, it was the last straw. The show was cancelled, along with the rest of the tour, and Noel issued a statement. It's with some sadness and great relief to tell you that I quit Oasis tonight. People were right and say what they like, but I simply could not go on working with Liam a day longer. Yeah. In another statement a few days later, sta- titled Tales from the Middle of Nowhere, Noel added the details are not important and of a great number um, and too great a number to list. But I feel like you have the right to know that the level of verbal and violent intimidation toward me, my family, friends and comrades have become intolerable. And the lack of support and understanding from my management and the bandmates have left me with no other option than to get me a cape and seek pastures new. Noel then claimed that the argument was started over an ad for Liam's clothing firm, Pretty Green, in the V Festival programme. However, Noel later told Radio X, I've had enough with, with when Liam and Bonehead... And this is true. Started an argument over a leather jacket. I'm not even kidding. I can dress it up more than this, but this is exactly what happened. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's an honest, that probably is definitely. Probably as honest as we're getting from them. Yeah. You know? yeah. Now there's a few, like there is November 20, 2009. This is the aftermath of the split. Liam announced that he was to start a new bo- band with former Oasis members, uh, Gem Archer, Andy Bell and Chris Sharrock. Mm. The band would be called BDI and would ultimately release two albums. Didn't know anything about that. Yeah, they yeah they did. Yeah. Didn't uh, do, like what well, they didn't do as well. No, I know he did High Flying Birds, which did very well. That was no, wasn't that it? was no. Yeah. Oh sorry, Liam did. Be oh Liam and I'm sorry, I didn't actually know that anyway. Didn't bleed and take it up. Uh, in 2010, Noel officially launched his career as a solo artist. Um, he avoided playing any new songs, saying as fucking brilliant as they are, now's not the right time or the right place. Yeah, he was a bit notiony about that. Okay. It was, yeah, I don't know. There might have been legal proceedings going on in the background. Yeah, any, like, something. whatever is yeah. songs, they probably had stuff in the songs about it. Yeah. That's probably why. But he was, I remember him being really weird when he started that. I was like, this is just, just pack it in, mate. Mm, yeah, you were like, just, like, just stop. Or just go away for yeah. a few years, you know? Yeah. Uh, the Olympics, Liam appeared with BDI to sing the Oasis hit Wonderwall. Speaking to Radio X shortly afterwards, Noel claimed that the organisers had to get his agreement for the track to be used. Um, by the bandmates' new band, the former bandmates' new band. I did play a bit of cat and mouse with them for a few days. I took it till Friday night, ten o'clock, before I said, "Yeah, they were shitting it." Yeah, well, that's yeah. That's you can him, see that happening. Yeah. Um, then 2013, Noel said to Rolling Stone, um, when they asked about a reunion, "We're split up. You've heard that, haven't you? You must have heard. Yeah. So, ergo, band split up. Band is no more. There is no band. So, no, I won't be getting involved anyway. If there's any reunion, I'm not in it." Right, cool. okay. And then 2014 is when BDI splits. I have never heard of BDI, guys. Yeah. That was... I don't amazing. remember that. I remember well, like, High Flying Birds because I remember there was a bloke that I was dating that was into them and I remember being like, cute. Um, but mm. that was about it. BDI was another... Yeah. Are they still together? I don't know. If no, they, are, they split in yeah. 2014. He tweeted it. 
Mm. Uh, they said they've called it a day. Announcement immediately started an Oasis reunion rumours with pe- people saying that they're going to play Glastonbury. Uh, Noel told Radio X, I'm available that weekend. I'm <laughs> 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 actually available that week. That's shocking. And then uh, following rumours, Oasis started to reunite in 2016 following a gentleman's agreement. Noel's camp issued a response saying that it wasn't true. Liam responded on Twitter, I see Noel Katie Hopkins Gallagher is talking out of a slack arse again. Go and polish your saxophone. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my God. I remember there being rumours around the Manchester gig. You know, the, uh, after, the, after the Manchester bombings. Yeah. And there was a gig for it. Yeah, there was... Um, there was rumours yeah. about... I know uh, Liam got up on stage and there was... A, oh, no, not Liam. Was it Liam? And then they were wondering, was Noel coming on or the other way around? I can't remember. But I remember there was a lot of anticipation on Twitter about that. Oh, wow. Because it was like the Manchester gig and it was for charity and it was all like, you know, all-encompassing, happy ending kind of thing. Never happened. Never. Never yeah. happened. So, like, there, you know, if you can't get back together for a charity gig, what can you're you? never yeah, getting back together. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and then 2015... Noel Gallagher said of an Oasis reunion, one should never say never. One should look like a bit of an idiot somewhere down the road when you're raving a check for a quarter of a billion in the sun. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Then Liam tweeted the greatest tweet of all time, which was just a photo of Noel, and he said potato. <laughs> and then Liam announced a solo career in 2016. Said, uh, in uh, tweets, he said, solo record, are you fucking tripping, dickhead? I'm not a cunt, LGX. It's official, I'm a cunt, LGX. LG, yeah, he yeah, signs off. He loves it, LG. LG. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Noel turned 50 in 2017. Liam sent him a tweet, happy 50th, kid, stay young, LG. He told Radio X, nah, I just woke up, you know, with all the stuff that went on in Manchester. I woke up and I just thought, you know what, I'm going there. Yeah, that's, that's and that's what sparked the rumours, I think, yeah. that they were going to do that gig together. Yeah. Um, basically, 2017, they attacked each other again. Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah, now then they were like, oh. It was the Manchester attack, uh, terror attack that saw 20. Oh, is this the Ariana Grande one? Yeah. Oh. Because there was a gig not too long after. Was it a year after? That she did. I know she did the big one where it was like Miley side. She had loads, loads of people at it. Like of people. loads and loads yeah. and loads of people at it. Um, Liam slates Noel for not attending the tribute concert yes. at Old Trafford. Noel's camp responds by saying he was out of the country and had donated proceeds from Don't Look Back in Anger to the fund of victims um, of the victims. Liam said, Manchester, I'd like to apologise for my brother's absence last night. Very disappointed. Stay, be- stay beautiful. Stay safe. LGX. Noel's out of the fucking country. Weren't we all love? Get on a fucking plane and play your tunes for the kids, you sad fuck. That's what it was. Yes. Um, and then in 2018... They were going back and forth about uh, the, the World Cup. <laughs> Fuck sake. Um, then what? it changed a week late. They were basically going back and forth. And uh, Liam said, I forgive you now. Let's get the big O back together and stop fucking about. The drinks are on me, LG. <laughs> stop. Then Noel didn't respond. Liam tweeted, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> and then Noel tweeted, sorry, Liam tweeted, Earth to Noel, listen up, kid. I hear you're doing gigs where people can't drink alcohol. Now, that's the bizarrest, bizarrest, as in B E Z, capital Z, A or I S T, thing you've done yet. I forgive you. Now, let's get the big O back together and stop fucking about. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's then he said, as you were, LG. Yeah. Um, anyway, he they loves, keep going back and he forth. He loves sparking an L real mark, does Liam. Yeah. And then Noel. Uh, anyway they're fighting on Twitter basically someone says when I eventually see him he'll realise it's not fucking banter that's what Noel said about Liam's tweets anyway 
Yeah. We'll keep going it's a all lot. fucking day. There's there's keep going. Here we go. May 2021. Now there's another November 20. Fuck this. No, <laughs> no. We'll, we'll move on. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My band. Yeah, sorry. Take that. Uh, take that. You had to do the clap. You did, yeah. Um, This was, so I wasn't of age, I don't think, to appreciate Take That when. I was way too young. I, like, I liked them. My sister was obsessed. I just knew their music from the radio when I was, I I didn't know anything about them. Yeah, so they were, this was really early on. So they, they, they got together in 1990. And they charted right. in 1991. They were quite wow, successful. That was, okay, that was... Okay, that was yeah, quick. Yeah, very quick. Uh, it, like, it's not... It doesn't have as colourful a history as Oasis when it came to breaking up. So, Robbie left in 95. 95? That was 27 years ago. 27. Oh, I hate it. You know, like, just for context. Because when I think of 95, I'm like, yeah, that was only 10 years ago. No. Why do we... What... Does anybody else think that's yeah. 2005? Anytime yeah. you're mentioning another year. Yeah. Uh, so he decided to leave after the tour that they were on at the time. Uh, he was getting a bit pissed off with people ignoring him for like his creative input and stuff like that. Yeah. And like when he went solo, I wasn't mad about solo. I've said this before. I wasn't mad about solo stuff. So I don't fucking blame them. To Bobby, be completely honest. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Nah, I didn't like it. I liked it. Was it. Me. I liked it. Know, but he got to do what he got to do. So he decided that he was going to leave after the tour. And Jason Orange, <laughs> Jason fucking Orange. He sang Never Forget, didn't he? he never Forget. Yeah. yeah. They were all in that, I think. No, but he was, the, he was the lead. I don't fucking know. There was a lot of them. I don't know. Jason and Howard, God loved them. Jason's Well, just I just feel like the neck of him because he was him I and just Howard. Feel like the neck. Him and Howard were the kind of like shut the fuck up, Jason and Howard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, was he was mad. the Howie from from Backstreet Boys. It wasn't was he? yeah. They Howie, were just who the fuck no, I mean, they could be some people's favorites, and don't attack me if they were. I'm sorry, but they like Jason's you ha- hot. You have a tier system. Sorry, the two of them are fucking smoke shows now. Oh, absolutely. They've aged like a fine, fine wine. They all have, I think. Hey, I wouldn't be mad about... Mark, yeah, I know. I wouldn't be mad about Mark. I wouldn't be mad about Gary. I think Mark... Never loved that blonde now. Never loved that blonde. Gary looks great now. I think He looks great, yeah. Gary true, looks true. much better now than he did back then. Oh, he yeah, was but the back ugly then one back he was... Then. Yeah, no, he wasn't hot. He was the ugly one back then, but he, he wrote was, all the songs so they was, couldn't do nothing about he it. He was the talent. That's what yeah. I mean. There was a tier system. So you had... Gary was the talent. Then you had the two hot ones, Robbie, Robbie and Mark. Robbie was the bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Like, the two of them were the bad boys. They were two, like, kind of... Mark a fucking bad boy get out of here. They were cheeky boys. They were the cheeky boys. They were cheeky true. and they were hot. Mark was kind of the best looking out of them back then. Yeah. And then Howard and Jason, give it to them. Best dancers. They were fucking so tigers. Nervous. They were hopping. They were so fucking 
That's some, yeah. And they still they're are. Show movers. They're some movers. And that shine video, they're fucking all moving and grooving. Unbelievable. That wasn't that long ago either. Well, no, I feel like see, it was two years the, ago. It was probably 12 years yeah, ago. This yeah. is the thing. Um, so Robbie left in 95 because they, like, they wouldn't, you know, let him, like, do anything. Um, <laughs> and Jason Orange... Like the cocaine or... <laughs> they wouldn't... He was, like, giving them... You know, he was like t- telling them to sing angels essentially, and they were like, "No." <laughs> he was nah. like, "I'm gonna leave." So go do it myself. <laughs> yeah. So, but this is only five years into it. Like, that's. I think that's very. But that's. Spice Girls were only active for five years. Yeah. See, they had take that mania as well. Yeah. You think it was of, forever, but it really wasn't. Yeah. No, it yeah. really wasn't. But so he was like, "I'm gonna leave after the tour," and then Jason Aaron sat him down and said, "Maybe leave now." In the middle of the tour. So Jason! That's what I mean. The neck of Jason Orange. Not even Derulo. To tell fucking Robbie. Maybe you should just go all sing your parts. Maybe you should just go, we're going to prove ourselves as a four piece. I'm going to sing your parts. Yeah. What a Well, it kind of backfired. Because they broke uh-huh. up the following February. But why did they break up though? Because I don't know. I feel like bands can now survive without like, look at Jesse Nelson didn't go. Yeah, I know. Well, I feel like there was probably tension with the people that did leave. Whereas this wasn't that. Mm. This was, they were raging that he left and there was a lot of fights after he left. Oh. Yeah, so they, they okay. missed Robbie a lot. So, and I and I feel like Cheeky Chappy Robbie and especially all that he's said and all that he's done ever since. Because he went down kind of, like, kind of like a cheeky bypatch, didn't he? Oh, yeah. He had, he had major substance abuse Seriously? issues. Yeah, I, yeah. A cheeky boy is a cheeky fucking Cheeky boy? That was what I said. Are you writing for the fucking... Sorry, I meant... He's a cheeky boy. Cheeky boy. I meant a bad boy. Thing. You know that kind yeah. of he like he really broke away from that like yeah. kind of thing. Now, well, he like that, but that's what I mean. He was always cheeky, but then he went really bad. You know, yeah, we leave that. Uh, so they all kept fighting after Robbie Robbie's departure, and things were so bad and tense that Marcone stated later in a documentary that it was the best news of the year when they broke up. Yeah, it was February. <laughs> like when they broke up, right. he was like, "This is the best news of the year." It's like it's February, mate. <laughs> He tried to do solo. Ah, uh, yeah. I de- like. I didn't go into their solo careers as much. Like we all know what happened. Robbie got huge. Then kind Gary kind of got a. He got like a couple of songs, but wasn't a, it? Wasn't a thing. He it wasn't, wasn't a, thing. a thing. But he stayed in the main. Like he, he did stayed writing. Of, he stayed writing. Um. So he said in also in the documentary said that. He, it's no, so fucking weird. That's what I mean. It's these artists with their like the song came to me in a dream. You know all this. He rubbed his face off his piano, and he couldn't understand why it wasn't talking to him anymore. After it, the split, yeah. Now remember, oh. Gary Barlow was a little mullethead, chubby faced. He was the ugly one. And I'm not trying to. Go, and like I, this is not acceptable to say these days. But I'm talking about it in past tenses. That's what he was classed as. So you can imagine him rubbing his little face off the fucking piano, going, "Why aren't you talking to me?" I forgot. But you talked to her. Wow, it's so to lonely. What I can't write a song. I, I can't just, write a song. Well, I've just been missed all PPI. <laughs> so they got back to. <laughs> so they just uh, they got back to in together in 2006. I loved it, and had great success. <laughs> And like that, I didn't like their later stuff. I didn't Sorry, like it. it was fucking phenomenal. How dare you? It was a brilliant album. I didn't like it. I will, I will say, and I have said shine. it in the past. I have said it in the past. Fucking fantastic showman. And like I say, great movers, great performers. They are great movers. They're shows. I, ha- I have to say, Jason and the other one, Howard, mm. stun. They're gorgeous. They're so hot. Like, they are gorgeous. They're yeah. so hot. 
So Jason Orange, he decided that, so they got back together in 2006 and Jason Orange decided that he just no longer wanted to commit yeah. to another He album. said he just didn't like music anymore. He just, yeah, just lost the graph. Oh, mad. Lost the graph for it. So in 2014, he didn't wish to commit to another album and a promotional tour. I don't really blame him. The music was shit. Apparently they've been pushing him the whole time though. And Gary Barlow has since spoke about it and been like, we were always being like, ah, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And he'd be like, fine, fine, fine. But he actually was like, no, I'm fucking done with fame. I'm done with music. I don't want to do, I don't like it. He said, right. But like, what did he do? Uh, he was... Uh, <laughs> that was just... Uh, <laughs> you know? He just kind of swung, swung. He, he moved. I wouldn't, he danced. A bother for, yeah, he fucking danced. He danced. So the three lads then, like this is just our story since. Uh, the three lads, Mark Howard and Gary, still went ahead and kept the show going. Uh, and the other two show up now and again. You know what I mean? When they need yeah. an, an electricity <clears> bill or whatever. Paid. Yeah. Um, so they, like that was that, but they, it was the fandom at the time was, fuck me. There was phone, Samaritan's phone line set up. No, stop. For so the actual, like, the breakup of them. And I texted my sister about this because she was like 12, 13, 14 at, yeah. at the time. Yeah. And I was like, can I have a bit of perspective? Because obviously I'm going to, like, I have the public facts or whatever, but like you being an absolute fanatic at the time, I want your experience. And yeah. Like, just in a nutshell, like nothing too mental or whatever. So she sent me a text and I'm going to read it verbatim. Right? Verbatim. I was in town with my friends that <laughs> So I missed the co- press conference. She has in brackets. Man planned that. As soon as I got home, you blurted it out. Meaning me. I, I don't remember this at all. I sent her back a gif saying, is it me? Am I the drama? Is I don't it think me? I'm the drama. Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Maybe I'm the drama. Uh, she said, I was traumatised. Sobbing. My teenage world was ending. It was like a death. All the family ringing me to see was I okay. Even our Auntie Jackie in Portugal. <laughs> Auntie Jackie lives. She lives in Particle. Uh, still haven't forgiven you, you prick. I had to pack all my take that this stuff is away. Yeah. Well, she probably didn't send it in this tone, but I'm doing it for dramatic effect. Okay. I asked her, could I share this? And she said, yes, I'm doing what I want with it. Uh, um, still haven't for- Yeah, I'll just say that again. Still haven't forgiven you, you prick. I had to pack all my take that stuff away. Posters and that. Was like getting rid of a part of my life. Kept some of it. And I still have some of it in the attic. And she has gone every time Ireland, uh, Ireland, they have come over to Ireland for a show in the Dree Arena. She has gone to every, she has not missed a gig. Not hasn't, one. Hasn't missed a Gary Barlow solo gig. Hasn't missed a Take That gig. Hasn't missed a fucking thing. And I usually end up going with her, like to the Take That gig. Yeah. So I always enjoy myself. Such a good show. They put on a great show. Uh, yeah, them and Backstreet, Backstreet Boys apparently put on the best show ever. I was there. I told you that. Oh yeah. But they didn't have... The, what the lads had. What the no, it's, it's a different type of show. I think, I think if Gar, if take that had done their show the way Backstreet Boys did it, I wouldn't have been into it. It's the fact that they put on a show and there's so many dancers and they have this whole stage set up and then the stage moves and it's just so fucking interesting to watch. Whereas Backstreet Boys literally came out, did their bangers, no fucking. Like lights are, you know, like they no, just were extra. They just were. They just let their talent. And that show. was enough. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was totally sober at that gig because I was pregnant. But they take that ones. Now, I will say that they are very good. And Kim is still fucking obsessed with them. But there was, she was saying that there was like actual phone lines set up. And I watched a little bit. Their co- press conference was like 
I think it's on YouTube, it's about 30 minutes long, and I watched a bit of it, but it was just like, it was just questions from, you know, like, radio presenters or whatever. Yeah. And they were just kind of saying, like, what's the crack with, like, are you going to try and do something further? Or, like, what's yeah. the story? But it just seemed very, knowing what we know now, like, in hindsight, they were going, oh, no, we have our own, like, solo things that we're going to do and all this. But, like, we know that that didn't fucking really happen, apart from Gary Barlow, who kind of came, yeah. kept in the public <clears throat> domain. Yeah. Um, they probably did do little bits, like, do you know what I mean? But they're... Yeah, like, Mark Owen than, had like two or three songs, I feel. It was quite, yeah, it was quite, like, it all just fucking went downhill, yeah. essentially. Mark <clears> Owen <throat> and Adam Rickett, I always thought, were like the same. They weren't the same, but I always was like, that's kind of like that kind of... Same vibe. Same vibe. Yeah. Yeah, same energy. They were all kind of, like, Howard was raging, you could see. Howard had dreadlocks at the... Yeah. The, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, there was a lot of questionable, like, questionable things, things going on there. Uh, but he, you could see that, because somebody had asked a question and he answered it. And they kind of tried to step in and finish the sentence. And he was mm-hmm. like, sorry, sorry, could you let me speak? Could you let me finish this? And he was like, I'm just... And then the other lads are like, ah, he never fucking talks. Just let him talk. Like, do you know what I mean? So he's like, yeah, as you can tell, I'm, I'm a little bit emotional. I was like, he probably knows he's nothing without them but lads. they had so much money. Yeah, I know. And they were so young. They were so young. He had his whole life Like, that's what I mean. Like, steps. at that press conference you could see the lineup with them they were just they were tough teenagers like, yeah. they were just you know what i mean so yeah. much fame and then they were saying like they to be fair they were quite the way that they answered their questions were quite um mature like they were going on they, like they were really going on about how much they love their fans now i mean they could have yeah. fucked it up towards the end of the com- yeah. conference i didn't watch it but like even it was an mtv presenter that was the youtube video that i watched and he was like speaking to the commentator or whoever like his representative was in the studio and he, she was like oh are they coming out and the, you know like it was just kind of this back yeah bts kind of talk and then she was like oh my god oh my god there they are they're coming out on stage oh my god like as if mm-hmm. the world's about to end yeah it was that's it was like such mania but i remember seeing footage of girls like fucking inconsolable yeah you know i i don't think i'd if i if I was that mad about them, I don't think I'd have taken me poses down that <clears> quick. <throat> but I mean, you never know. When you're angry, you know, you do things. Yeah, you do. You do things when you're young and you're angry. Yeah. Kim had some sense to keep some of her little bits. Well, good for her. Yeah. Um, Unpopular opinion? It's yours. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sorry. Play the fucking thing. Give me a look there. That was no. like, I, I, I was like, like, read my oh, mind. Do I read have to my perform? Mind. Read my mind. Do I have to perform me? Um, Oasis ain't, ain't that great. Oh. And oh. I feel like there were very, like, lads built a personality around their music. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I feel like I can only say it here. I have a cousin who went to prison who only listened to Oasis. You're yeah, dead, right? Gee, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, I feel like there's lads who, who, who will not listen yeah, to, Aunt Nell. to anything else yeah. other than Oasis's music or their fucking, whatever the dodgy word, whatever it was called, BDI. Yeah. BDI or High Flying Birds. birds. Yeah. Which also, why are they all about the birds? It's obviously a little hidden thing there. They've probably tweeted about it at some stage. It's just a lot to take in. It's I think they've had great music, it. but I think that like they, 
it's not mine. <laughs> it's not my. Yeah. It's not my bag. I never like when I was younger. I never even liked it. Even when yeah. hair come on now, I'm like, oh shut the fuck. Up. I know. I like their music now, but <clears> I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be I the would type. Never that, go to a concert. I would feel no. I don't think so I would. Out of I, line. <laughs> I feel like you would be able to pick an Oasis fan out of a lineup. Yes, exactly. That, that's what I mean. I just feel like it's it. And it's, do you know what it, as well? Well, all the war going on, like when Liam was smashing guitars and like giving Noel stick and everything like that. I'd say the crowd were actually egging him on. They loved it. They yeah, I think it was like it's so it was just glamorizing this whole like yeah rock star rock, yeah, yeah yeah that kind of thing shagging birds and mm. doing lines and you're just kind of like grow up yeah it was like they were trying to be Nirvana or something they were trying to be Kurt Cobain I don't know it was weird yeah it was fucking weird fucking dope um I got me tune I got me stomper if you want to play oh lovely Carlos stomper of the week so I'm actually gonna let this on in the background so maybe middle it all right um. It so this guy Ross might remember him from what they want, what they want, what they want. Dallas and cousin, I just thought they want. So he did this thing where gotta do what you gotta do. This is his like new song, Handsomer. And basically, the girl that's about to rap, he found on TikTok, did a challenge. I know I'm fine. I won't lie, that extra coin don't hurt, but I guess money, baby. I'd just rather spend yours first. She's so good. Oh, I like that, yeah. Yeah, you fine, and the money come my eye too. But there's a big difference between you and my side, dude. You be all up in between them guys, he's who I lie to. You get my titties and your face, he's getting side boobs. Yeah, I know I'm fine. But the money makes me handsome. Talking about the titties and the face and the side, but what age is she? <laughs> um, I don't condone it. I don't condone it. Um, I like when say like, he's who I lie to, <laughs> the way she said, the way she wraps it. But he did this little thing on TikTok where he basically wanted people to do like the verse. So he got famous off TikTok off that song. You definitely know it. It's that okay. one. Um, oh, so he's TikTok famous. So he was he was always kind of doing it, but he got you know the way they all fucking yeah. got that's, their big. Cold, that's what whatever. I mean about yeah. Gen Z and the likes yeah. of Harry Styles. That's how most people are getting discovered these days. So we're um, just gonna have to get used to it. But I. <clears throat> I actually saw when she had done her verse, her verse came up on your few page. On my, and I remember being like, that's actually a very good verse that goes with the tone and her voice is really mellow. And I was like, I actually quite enjoy her voice. Um, but I think she will be big. Oh, okay. She's got really good like raps. Oh, good. And it's real like, it's very different to the female rappers that we have right now. Okay. In the kind of, in her tone. Yeah, I like her. Um, and I like her name's Caitlin And she's on Tickety Talk And she is doing her bits And I just thought Yeah I was like Do you know what I've actually been listening now I turn it off immediately After her verse is done Do you know what? <laughs> yeah. I like do the chorus And I like bob my head Yeah And I do her verse And then I bob my head To the chorus And I switch Because I don't care Yeah, yeah You know yeah. the rest When he starts singing I'm like no um, mm-hmm. But I like it It's called Handsomer Okay, very good. It's on your little playlist, isn't it? It's on my little playlist. That'll it's on there, the, now, gang. That link will be in the description. That link will be there for you. And fuck. Why are you saying fuck? Oh, I forgot to do something again. Oh, I'm going to have to do something in the world. Anyway, that's my own fault. <laughs> that's my own problem. Me, la, 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 la. Uh, thanks, Mill, for listening. We're going to continue these conversations with two more bands over on the Patreon. So, clickety, clickety, clickety link. Do what you gotta do. You gotta and do. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. And thanks, Wendy, for listening. We love you, and so we talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.